me where you sh You gotta get up close like this. But a thing, you blow their brains all over your nice Cyber League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead fucker? <laughs> This is Live at Five, Live yeah, at Five, right. Live at Five. Live at Five. Live at Five. Live at Five. It's Tuesday edition of the Live at Five show. I, I have an in-studio guest, uh, not yet at least, but we will momentarily. Momentarily. And uh, her name is Michelle. And we'll talk about her, her plight lately. Or should I say recently, in that... Uh, Actually, this is something that was brought, uh, brought to my attention by your councilman. You know him and love him. Uh, it's Cliff Olney, uh, who sent out a, a letter uh, about her situation. And uh, we're going to talk to Michelle about it. But the big, big thing about this is, it's very important to note, because in this, litigious, in this day of litigious behavior, we have to be very careful with what we talk about here. But at the same time, I try to, I try to think about this show, and for that matter, the Hotline Show, as, as a means of not just disseminating information about... Uh, why the secular society is taking over America, <coughs> if you know what I'm saying. But at sometimes we can talk about politics, local, national, regional. We can also talk about things that can screw you up. How many times have, has someone out there been screwed over by a contractor or someone who promised one thing and, and fell way short of it, but still managed to take a big chunk of change out of your bank account? So that's what Michelle is in here for today. In the meantime, before Michelle uh, finishes her discussion with, uh, with Jim Levin, the pilot... Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, thanks for uh, throwing SG off the show, Glenn. The listeners appreciate it. SG, before you call back, learn how to talk on the phone, please. <laughs> when Glenn talks, you keep your mouth shut. He runs the show, not you. And as far as you, are you still there, Glenn? Yeah, I'm here, of course. As far as your guest goes, can you ask her, she checked this uh, gentleman's licenses before she made this deal, and never pay a contractor ahead of time. You can, know what I'm talking can, about? Can you hear? Okay. Yes, of course. I. Yeah. That's one I of told, many. They yeah. try to pull that. I mean, I said, hey, you do the work, I give you the money. But I'm not paying fifty percent of nothing ahead of time for anybody picks a hammer up, whatever you're having done. It makes no sense to me, Glenn. No, I totally agree. All right, Michelle's here right now, and I'll oh, ask ahead. her those questions. All right, thank you, my friend. You thank, bet. thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. Michelle Smithers, is that correct? Yes. Um, uh, of course. Uh, I think, uh, it, I know he apologized for this, but uh, Cliff called you Michelle Smith? Yes. Okay. What, do you think you were the, uh, the mayor's uh, wife or something, or <laughs> sister? <laughs> no, nah, just kidding. Uh, you do know Smithers is from The Simpsons, of course. I mentioned. do. I do. And you know Jim Levin. I do. And uh, what did Jim Levin tell you today? Did he, did he explain how he jumped in his plane, just like you, you went on a plane trip with Jim? <laughs> that time? Where did you go with Jim? You went to Cape Cod or something? Or 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, he's a very good pilot. Just don't get in a car with him. Have you ever been in a car with uh, with Jim before? <laughs> he's great. It's one of those. He's a paradox. Somehow or other, he knows how to fly, but he doesn't know how to drive. It's incredible. It drives me nuts. All right. So, Michelle, I just got through talking to someone about it because, and I sent uh, our, um, a message to News Junkie to let everybody you're not you're on the air today. We got to be. Ca- I, I we got to be to some degree careful because of the litigious. I'm sure Jim and, and you yes. talked about that. Yes. So without talking about names, this this is what happens. You are a professional. Is that correct? Correct. What do you do for a living, Michelle? So I'm a therapist, behavioral right. health therapist. And you've helped people of all types, right? I have. I used to work in the correctional facility, and I specialized in addiction um, treatment and behavioral health. So that said, you you know people who have bad behaviors, absolutely, uh, who act accordingly. And sometimes, despite the fact that you you know, I guess you could read read people's minds and whether or not they're going to be on the on the on the on the rails for life or or mm-hmm. jump off the rails at some point or another. You gave a, a contract not that long ago. We'll get into the weeds here in a little mm-hmm. bit, but you gave him the benefit of the doubt. Can I put it to you that way, Michelle? Absolutely. So we talked about this, and I've been in this situation before where you get someone's, I guess, vote of approval, mm-hmm. and and maybe they show you some pictures, or perhaps you even saw the work that this particular individual did. Is that how it worked out, Michelle? Co- correct. I did see a job that he had done previously. W- was it a big house job, or it was a full basement renovation? That's big. Um, yes, yeah. and it was it was a mutual friend's friend. So I just happened to see her Facebook post, and you know. Posted a lot of pictures and very right. great reviews. Right. Um, R- reviews from other people, including the, the client that he, he helped there. Ju- just just reviews from her, just her gotcha. kind of stating that she was pleased with the job. And so I felt some confidence in yeah. the fact that he had done a big job for someone and it went okay. And a basement job typically is. I don't know if it was foundation work, but mm-hmm. what from what you saw, you, you, were, you, you, were, you approved yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Now, what you just said is something that a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, Michelle, you're not, you know, you're, I don't know how old you are but you're not an elderly person. But typically we say, oh, the elderly are so susceptible to be- to contractors who take their money. It happens to everybody. Absolutely. Okay? It happened to me. But in, in your situation, it you know, again, if you had to do it all over again, Michelle, you wouldn't. No, absolutely not. But today, and you mentioned this on the phone, I said, where can we go with this, Michelle, without, you know, being, being again, there's so many things can happen. We'll get into those details now. But this this is something that people need to know, and that's why you wanted to go on the show today to talk about it. Absolutely. So, all right, so let's set it up. You, we just talked about you saw someone else's work. You needed work done on your house right here in Watertown. Correct. Your dad just passed away not that long ago. Yes, my dad passed away. They were both in a, my parents were both in a terrible accident. and um, I didn't know that. My mom ended up being in rehab for several months due to it, and then my dad ended up passing in May. As a result of the car accident? Um, no, it wasn't an accident. They fell downstairs, actually. They took a tumble down their main set of stairs, fell up a complete, wow. um, you know, complete stairs. And yeah, yeah. dad walked away without a scratch. Mom, not so much, but then passed for other reasons. My really? dad did. So it was unassociated, but th- nonetheless, he, he passed away. Y- yes. So, you know, we were in a lot of trauma stuff in our family. And the reason why I needed the contracting work was due to I was going to have to move my elderly mother in with me. So that is where... I was really looking for a contractor that could come in and help. So your mom, uh, at this point, isn't able to get around that well. Is that is that? She's, the, nope. She's with a walker. But, right. You know, she's walking, but very slow. Still recovering. Still, you know, recuperating, but not hundred percent. So, so there's a chance that she'll she'll get better then. Yes. It's kind, of, it's kind of similar to you know, not to make the comparison, but uh, we saw Jeff Graham at one point or another at, at the ver- at the edge of life, so to speak, and that now I look at him today, he's going to be doing jumping jacks real soon. So. 
Yeah. And he's no spring chicken by any means, but he's still a young guy. I, I don't care what anyone says. And your mom's still young, based on, on the age group yep. and so forth. Because yep. we've gotten older in the last generations, thank God and whatnot. Terrible about the accident. But what, you know, you as a daughter, other other siblings in the in the household, in the family? No, no just just me. Just You're the only child? Um, Yep. Well, good for you. Spoiled yes. when you were growing up? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I kidding. had good parents. No, I'm sure you did. And you went out of your way to do this. But your mom's house is on the marketplace. Yes. So you needed to renovate your current house in order to accommodate your mother. Absolutely, yes. So then you got this bubbling, you know, endorsement. You saw it for, firsthand for yourself. And then from that point on, it was, I guess, from what you explained to me, Michelle, it was all downhill from that point. It was. Uh, so it, it led to, but, and here's, and again, the first call I got, even before when, when you were mm-hmm. getting in here, never give anyone money up front. Well, you don't get anything done that way. Yes. I just got a job done from, from a contractor that did a tremendous job for me up at our place. Won't get into it. But, you know, it was a nice chunk of change. And I said, okay, I know the terms. So you knew the terms. I don't know if that was half, up, half, but it was it, a lot of money that you put up front, though. Yes, it wasn't It wasn't exactly half, but he explained to me that it was going to be a down payment on a job. It was like a $54,000 job. So it wow. was asked for me to put 21000 I think it was 21186 down for materials. Mm. needed to. Per- it was a big job. Right. So needed materials, needed to have some money to pay contractors. So to me, right. that seemed reasonable. Would have never given him the full amount. You know, I, well, you didn't have that to. That wouldn't have made sense. And right. he didn't ask for the full amount. But And again, based on, and, and so did he Did he have a, an itemized list? Was it all typed out? So I need this XYZ he, lumber, this, that, and the other abs- thing? Absolutely. I had an itemized list, all the things he needed to purchase, broke it all down right. um, so I could see and then I had asked for receipts, and receipts were never given to me for any of the materials that were purchased. All right, so that might have been the first red flag, so to speak. Yes, and How? that was after we had really gotten started. Um, after, okay, so when he got started, what was the first thing that he did? Did he do demolition first before he got started? What was the first thing he did? So he started on the third floor renovation because um, mm-hmm. we needed extra space. We didn't have enough bedroom space. And then um, the contractors that he brought in, he subcontracted subcontracted out some other people that he was overseeing Mm. and it just went wrong from day one the framing wasn't done properly they would put it up i would go up and check the next day it was ripped down again Mm. then it would be reframed ripped down again so i asked him several times um you know what is going on um what we had talked about wanting done wasn't done when i would come up and look they actually enclosed the room really small which was not what we had Agreed to do. So he did have them try to, you know, pull it down and fix it. But nothing, nothing was moving. It was just constant work, pull down, work, pull down. Hmm. And so that was when I started getting frustrated and thinking, what are we doing here? Right. Um, Interesting that he, without your authorization, he pulled it down. So he even knew something was was going wrong. Yes. So that w- in itself was a red flag when he started putting, I, mean, I guess, essentially tearing down his own work. Yes. Or those subcontracts. Yes. And then other reports, uh, your own, yes. uh, where uh, you have children. Yes, and, they do. And they were uh, kind of concerned with the workers that were coming into the house. Yes. One day, my 17-year-old called me when I was doing my, my job and was very alarmed and said, Mom, one of the workers is standing in my brother's room. No reason for him to be in the room, this obviously. This had nothing to do with the contract. Construction site. No, and um, he said he looks like he's about to pass out. You know, he's acting erratic. I don't know what's going on with him. And so I had to call the contractor and say, what is going on with your worker? Do I? And I left work to come home. And the worker didn't look good. And I don't know if it was heat exhaustion, what was going on, but 
the contractor made him leave. Really? At yes. that point? Right At in that front point, of yeah. had said, you know, he's, I'm going to have him go. Okay. And he, was that a, was that one of his own employees or was that part of the subcontracting? Because it gets real confusing. Uh, it was you somebody that had been who. present in the house right. several times. Um, and how old is your son? For the, he was 17. So, okay. So he's, he's an, an adult uh, and he can, he can say, oh, there's something up with Absolutely. This guy. And right. he had seen the workers many times. So to him, this right. behavior was very, you know, not normal what he had seen from the worker before. So, right, so at this point, we're probably a couple of days into the project. And when did all the start? What month did it all this start? So um, it was about April 28th that I think we locked everything down and um, they started the work. I believe it was around April 29th. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when they started doing the framing to the third floor. So right. that's where the focus was. All right, now, I, I just got to ask you a question off because I just know how people think. And I'm, yes. I'm, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate. here. You, you have a, a, a mom that's not, that's not getting uh, getting around too well. Yes. Was, was she going to be in the third floor? Nope. She was actually going to take my bedroom on the second floor, gotcha. but we had no other bedrooms. So the only option was to renovate the third floor for me to go up there. And right. then I put a chairlift in to get my mom from the first floor to the second floor. Explains everything. Yes. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, when you mention that, well, geez, that's just so much. So I, I know this is an old house right here in Watertown. Correct. Attics are the access to the attic, based on mine at least. It's a little different than the, than the normal uh, staircase that goes from the first floor to the second floor. You just explained it. Yes. So you're doing everything right. Right. Yes. yes. You're a mature person. You did well in your SATs. You're driving a Volvo. <laughs> I noticed that. I'm sorry. I was on the <laughs> phone okay. when you drove it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, you've had a good life, but this yeah. is a big bump in the road because this amassed to over $32,000. It strained my savings. Yes. yes. No, needless to say. And uh, even if it didn't, it doesn't matter. I don't mm-hmm. care if you were me and it's 32000 yeah. is still... Um, you feel schnookered? You feel like you know you hoodwinked into all this? Absolutely, because especially because I gave this contractor multiple attempts to make this right. Um, you know, sending text messages, calling, saying, "Are you going to come and fix this?" Basically, um, and he would say yes, and then he never would. Right. And then you know, so it's like I feel like I've done everything to give him the opportunity to make it right. And I even told him, "I don't want to take legal action. I do not want to have to do these things." Right. But you're leaving me no option. Of course, right. you're leaving me no option. Right. Right. And now it's gotten to the point we can get into this. Well, we might as well jump into this right now. Mm-hmm. You can't be in contact with this particular person because that would come across as harassment. Absolutely. Yes, I actually just saw him the other day in public, and I, I knew that it would not be right to go up and try to talk and to him he, in any way. And he know, he saw you. Oh, yeah. He definitely saw me. So, I mean, again, just as an observation, if I can throw this in there, you kind of mm-hmm. like, he he distracted himself to make it look like he didn't see you. Yes. That's like seeing your ex. Oh, I didn't see yes. you. Like that type of stuff. I yes. get it. So there's a lot of immaturity going on here. So the $12,000, I, I, I just got to, again, I got to be the devil's advocate. I yes. got to press for this. After the, the $12,000 was down, how... After seeing signs right off the beginning, did you continue giving him money? So I was at the point where my mother I knew was getting released for rehab and I needed the bathroom done. And at that point, you know, there were no other contractors that were available. And, you know, like I said, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt to make it right. Mm -hmm. He promised he was going to make it right. He apologized for the shoddy work of the other contractors that he was going to get somebody in that could do it, make it right. And so I, I was trying to give him an opportunity. You know, well, you're um, a good person, and then at that point, ab- above and beyond the twelve thousand you put down or whichever, and change another twelve thousand. Nope the the twenty one one eighty six was to start the third floor. The twelve thousand is what he told me he would need to start the bathroom renovations because he would need to get all of the supplies, the tiles, the you know the shower. Pan. Was this itemized once again? Yes, it was all itemized. Yes, just like the first time. Yes, everything was itemized. And his decorum, his rather I should say his demeanor. 
everything about him at this point you were okay with. He wasn't getting combative. He wasn't like no. being elusive. No, no, he actually was never combative with me. He actually always, he apologized multiple times and said, I realize this job is not, I, I'm not quoting exact his words, but right. basically was stating this job is not going the way that I had ever would want it to. And I remember one of the statements he made was that, um, basically rather than have his reputation go bad because yeah. he's never dealt with this, he would right. rather make no money off this. Right, right. And that was in a text message he had sent me. So it, I, looking back at that now, that seems to be very disingenuous. So Abs- you, yeah, and a, I actually, a lot of this. Yeah. Does. And yeah. I actually had called him out on that in a text message and, and I've saved all of our texting um, and said, I really feel like you have just really screwed me over basically. And that it, I'm hoping this wasn't intentional because it feels very much like, you just came in and took advantage. You knew my dad was dying. Right. You knew my mom was in rehab. You knew I was desperate for a contractor because I couldn't find anybody else to help me. Everyone was busy. And I really do. I feel like he, I, that's the way it appeared. Right, I can't right, speak right. for him. Right. I can't say what his intention was, but that's how it appeared to me. Has this ever happened to you before? This has never happened to me to this extent with a contractor. Ever. Right. And you've dealt with contractors before because you're a homeowner. How many houses have you owned over the so years? I've owned probably about four or five. And actually, when I first bought this house, I had to do some work on it because it kind of started falling apart. And sure. I've had other contractors in and I've not dealt with this. Old, you know? ha- old house. Old house. Uh, okay. Needed some work. The interesting thing is, you know, we can delve into this. You, you live not too far from this guy. I, According to what I've been told, I live around the corner from him. Whether that's true or not, I... And yet he doesn't respond to any texts or phone messages. No, and I stopped messaging him once um, I could clearly see that he had no intention to make this right. And I didn't ever want it to look like I was harassing him. Sure, sure. Um, Up until this point, with the work done on the second floor and the third floor, and again, you went over this today with me. Most, if not all of it, has to be redone. Is that correct? Correct. I did call code enforcement because I was concerned about the fact that a permit probably wasn't, um, you know, obtained. And I knew as a homeowner, I do have a responsibility. Didn't know that. Learned. Homeowner has to sign for the permit. Contractor usually gets the permit. Right. So nothing was done up to code. Um, I did have code enforcement come that looked at the third floor and said, yes, not the insulation, not, you know, so in addition to the 31,000 loss, you, you know, it, obviously you want to get this done because of your circumstance. Yes. Now you're looking at, and I don't know what the number is, but let's just say hypothetically, if the guy was uh, legit with this assessment, anywhere between twenty five dollars and $40,000 to take down what he did and to do it right. Correct. It, well, I'm not sure exactly what the cost would be to take down what he's done because all he did in the course of about four weeks he was working in my house was frame and put some insulation. And he kept on reach, changing that. And like kept said. changing that. And, and the other contractors that I brought in to look at the work said that's about a three-day job, what they did. So I'm not quite sure what they were doing all those weeks. Was this over his... Did, did he try to tackle a job that he just wasn't going to be able to do? It seems like... I mean, that's a dumb question for me to ask. Or... And there's, there's several type of contract. I mean, there's, there's a lot of contractors out there, and we hear these stories again and again. That's not to discredit the, the legitimate guys out there, like mm-hmm. the guys that I was just dealing with, and I will deal with them again. They're excellent, and there are legitimate people, just like there's good radio hosts out there that won't screw you over. Uh, but with contracting, it's a different thing because they come across as, I know what I'm doing, here's what I did with a neighbor's or friend, a mutual mm-hmm. friend, whichever, and, and then they go from there. A lot of people, including Angie's List, whatever they call yeah. it these days, uh, they, 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 they use that. But, you know, in a small, tight-knit community, you know, getting a referral from a friend, to, the, to a large degree, is all you really need. Mm-hmm. And, again, I've been there. But, again, a lot of people would ask questions. And at this point, 
it's a moot point because the money is lost, and now you're here to make sure that other people don't do this. Absolutely. So what what should be what, what you know what what can you say to someone right now who's got an old house or is thinking about mm-hmm. doing work in a basement or in the backyard or the garage? What would you tell them? I would definitely tell them to do a lot of research. I would do more than just one set of pictures and jobs. I would be asking to see if you can call people right. for pers- you know references where you can actually talk to somebody. Sure. I would definitely question now, looking back at it, a contractor that needs that much money that maybe doesn't have credit mm-hmm. at a place where you can go get the materials on your credit right. and not have to come up with all of that money all at once. So the money, again, I, I always, I, I'm just, I, I go berserk because that's my that's my nature. And, and again, it's it, to, to, we're talking about a lot of money. Do you think the money he has in his pocket for, for doing virtually no work in three weeks, you just, you know, uh, whether or not he actually purchased the materials, do we know that he purchased the materials? We do not know that. He would constantly send me text messages saying that he was going up to Home Depot and they messed the order up. Um, and then he would show up without the materials. And this, you know, went on for a while. So this is this is criminal but at this point because that is, how do I put this, um, that's 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 falsifying his, mm-hmm. his intent and it's fraud and really mm-hmm. what it comes right down to because you can easily call whatever his account name whatever mm-hmm. my under his contractor's name you could have easily called up any one of the uh, uh, box stores home depot lowe's white's lumber for that matter and say hey did such and such buy or even approach you did you do something of that nature i did not at, okay. at this time i I, I mean, ignorance is not an excuse, but I just didn't know what options well, I that th- I had. I, I don't think it really mattered at this point because it's 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 a good assumption that he didn't purchase any any of the materials mm-hmm. necessary for the job. Yeah, is, can we at least come to that conclusion? In other words, if if there was any solace in any of this. You would just say, look, I don't need your services anymore, but you did buy the materials. I'm going to get another contract. You're not even at that situation. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Yes. So, I mean, that would be at least, well, at least we have $14,000 worth of materials we can give to someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's not completely lost. Mm-hmm. But he never bought the materials. And he never showed receipts. If he bought them, yeah. I never saw receipts for anything. And so, all I saw was framing work and some insulation in my third floor. So based on that alone, I'm not an attorney, and mm-hmm. I've never played one on stage or on TV because... <laughs> <laughs> that's just never going to happen. But nonetheless, that to me would prove that this guy, you have proof that you actually gave this particular mm-hmm. contract to $32,000. I do. I bank checks. So that's theft of services and, and total fraudulent statements about buying materials necessary for the job itself. Mm-hmm. That to me is enough to get the money back. Mm-hmm. Let me ask the next question. When he hires subcontractors, to me, that's always, you know, I, I would like to get a company. And that's not always the case, especially up here with small business. You can't have 12 employees on. You just don't, you can't function that way. But to me, when someone says, I have the company to do this, and thank you for your $12,000. Now I'm going to go to another company and subcontract. Does that raise a red flag in your eyes? It did, because it was never brought to my attention that he needed to subcontract this out to another another agency right. you know I, it was never brought to my attention and right. when i started questioning their work and what i was seeing and my concerns mm-hmm. um that's when he ended up firing them because you hired him i hired him not him to hire someone else exactly so when and if you're at liberty to tell us you have been in contact with an attorney I, I, I don't have, I have a name of one and I actually have another couple that we're looking to go because they are in a similar situation with the same contractor that he. Okay. So he, this, this might be a class action suit between be. you and others. Yes. But, but Michelle, you're, you're a smart woman. You are a very smart woman. Mm-hmm. 
You should have an attorney right now. Mm-hmm. You should have an attorney here. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Yes. So an attorney's pretty much going to say what I'm saying, but I think theft of services and and and, and this mm-hmm. whole claim that they screwed up the order mm-hmm. at such and such a place, whether it was Home Depot or not, that to me is fraudulent. So, what is your guess as far as where the money is? And I'll tell you where I think the money is. It's not in the materials. We know that. It's really hard. It's really hard for me to speculate because I don't want to say anything that well, can end up, you know, I'm I'm trying to give factual information only with what yeah. I know or based on text messaging and conversations. So for me to really try to guess where that money went, right. um, I, I feel like that really wouldn't be fair for me to try to say at this point. All I, I know is it didn't go towards the job that you, it was supposed to. All right. So uh, is there any means of finding out whether or not that money might have went to other gigs or projects mm-hmm. that this contractor was working with? Um, I, I'm not sure how to go about that. I know once I, I did my public Facebook post um, kind of stating my concerns with right. this contractor, I've had multiple people message me that they've been in a similar situation with him. With him? With him. Okay. I've Above had, and beyond the, uh, the couple that you absolutely. just mentioned. Absolutely. I've had at least four or five other people message me privately and kind of were at a loss that were like, well, we don't really know what we can do. Right. We, you know, um, I've also had previous con tractors that worked under him right. that stated um, they weren't paid they weren't paid right. um, and that they ended up having to leave because it just wasn't see what I'm getting at is that he might have had something what, what is kind of constructed like a Ponzi scheme mm-hmm. in other words he gets money from one client and he buys the materials for another and he either finishes that or doesn't mm-hmm. apparently he doesn't and that at the end of the month or, or quarter I don't know how people like this can live with themselves mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he has a family. It's none of my business. Mm-hmm. But listen, I, I, I mean, I just I just got a text today. I won't say it. it's none, none of one's anyone's business. I was off on an invoice here by $18. Mm-hmm. And the person called me out for it. And and it was it's not her money. She represents another company. And I said, I'm, I'm going to take care of that. And in the back of my mind, I said, wow, geez, $18. No, it is no big deal. But... It just, you know, it's, it's, it's proper. Like, you, no, we agreed to this amount, but you charge us this. Why did this happen? So... I, I'm familiar with that. I've been yes. doing this a long enough time. But with something like this, there's so many moving parts with the contractor. Oh, this didn't work out over here. My guess is at this point you have enough information to know that this guy obviously was not being genuine at all, was fraudulent from the beginning. And since he claimed he bought materials and literally has $32,000 of your money and something that any judge or any any law enforcement uh, 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 official can say, wow, this is a total mess. Um, what are the chances of, based on all that that you can get the money back? I That's a hard question. I, I don't know. And if you don't get the money back, would there be, I guess at that point, I'm just talking out loud, this isn't Michelle Smithers' uh, uh, opinion by any means, there'd be criminal charges based mm-hmm. on this. I have contacted the city police um, to try to see if I can get some help with it because, you know, I'm not, I'm not legal. I don't want to claim to be knowing the law, but to me, it did seem like it could be criminal. Right. Um, and I was told that if you could get enough people together to rally that he's done this to them, then right. it could be looked into. So how do we get the word out? I mean, would you be at l- liberty to let everyone know how the people can reach out to you so Absolutely. they can press for more specifics, as they say in sales? Uh, and how they can find out more about this. How can one do that? Um, probably the best thing that people have done is reached out to me on Messenger. Um, I've gotten a lot of messengers on Facebook. I'm on not Facebook. really comfortable putting my my, I totally get my home number. Not after this. Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. but definitely people could reach out to me um, 
on Messenger. I know I've had many people. I had, I think, over 136 shares right. of my original post. Wow. That's a lot for for an individual it, organically. You didn't boost it or anything of no, that nature. Yeah. No. That's very impressive. That just goes to show that, one, people have been there. Mm-hmm. Two, people have a heart. Yes. For the most part, people, yes. as you know, people are good. Even people in the penal system that you dealt with, even though they screwed up and mm-hmm. whatnot, but this guy, he didn't have any criminal record at all or that, that you would know of? Not that I know not of. Not you know of. Not that I know but of. But he came across as being a good guy. Mm-hmm. Nice, absolutely. Showed up in a nice truck, all lettered yes, and all that stuff. absolutely. Yeah, okay. All yes. Right. Probably showed up with his daughter, you know, the first day. I, I, <laughs> no, I don't even know if he has one. Hi, do you have a question for Michelle Smithers? Well, Glenn, it, it's your ordinance guy. Yeah, ordinance guy. And there's a couple couple things that I've been listening to. Yeah. Yes, she should have got uh, signed a piece of paper saying that he could go get the permit for her. Yes. That's the first thing. If you don't get a permit, don't hire that contractor. I put money to a contractor in jail because they did the same thing to other people. Mm-hmm. One guy, he's gone at least four times. This is called theft of service. Right. The other thing is, did he explain to her that because she was moving up to the attic on the third floor, she was going to need a sprinkler system? He did not, and there was nothing in the estimate that I have for the invoice stating that, which code did let me know that absolutely I would have to have that system put in. Your in order. state code requires if you're going to, you can have a game room on the third floor, but you cannot have a living space. It has to be sprinklered if you're going to have a living space. All right, well, I don't know. The other uh, thing yeah, is, yeah. is when you get the permit, we check to make sure that he has insurance with the state of New York and his liabilities there. So you, if something happens, you don't end up taking the brunt of the hit. Well, there's a, a lot of red flags were flying. No, I mean, and, and Michelle, if you, like I said, from the outset, if you had to do this all over again, if you could spin back time like Superman when Lois Lane died in the earthquake, <laughs> sorry, uh, you would do but that. The oh, whole thing is she can get, she can get him for theft of services. Whether she can get her money back is the next thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But that boy will go to jail. Oh, well, do you, do you, do you, oh, thank you, my friend. That's the ordinance guy. He knows what he's talking yes. about. He's been. This guy says he puts people in jail. Who's the ordinance guy here in Watertown that that that's authorized giving you any type of advice? Do you know? I, I the only person I talked to was an officer for. Um, I don't know if it was the city police. I had called the non-emergency number, and they had let me talk to one of the officers and just said, "We'll make a complaint. We'll mm-hmm. keep track of it." If we get enough complaints, then, like the gentleman just said, we could get him for theft of, you know, fraudulent theft of services. And so, obviously, because we have to protect ourselves as an FCC mechanism here called a radio station, WATN, the, the important thing is, is that people can, can find out more by going to Facebook and looking up Michelle Smithers. Actually, um, my Facebook page, just so I can give you my exact What, gotrippedoff.com? No, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, it's actually under Michelle Lynn. So it's M-I-C-H-E-L-E, and middle name is L-Y-N-N. So That's what your name is on Facebook? That is, yes. And I do that just because I don't want, obviously, don't want my last name on there. Because I, of I'm your I'm a job. professional, right, right, you know, right. I... All right. Um, all right, listen, let's do a break. I, I can't believe this. I've been blabbering all this time. <laughs> i got to do a break with Michelle Smithers or Michelle Lynn on Facebook, <laughs> and we'll be back right after this. Here we grow. Treesaves.com. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're back with Michelle Smithers. And um, so, again, you, 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 you say, you know, you're, you're pretty, you're not thin-skinned. 
uh, you, you deal with uh, adversity a lot within your job, or at least you know personalities that, that can be threatening, so to speak. But in this situation, you just want to get the word out, but I want you to get that money back, Michelle. I want you to get that money back. Yeah. And, and I think there's, there's again, this. what happens to a contract? I know I, my brother-in-law, for instance, he got in trouble. Well, he, he hired a guy, same situation. Mm-hmm. His sister, my, my sister-in-law, he, she had this guy that did all the work for them over the years, and one one project was huge. It was it was it was a house essentially, foundation up, everything was great. And while some people go through life and can be real great achievers, like a baseball pitcher or or an executive or a lawyer or someone in your capacity, and then all of a sudden lose it, I've noticed that the stories that I've heard over the years when it comes to crooked contractors. It's either one of two things that gets involved. An affair mm-hmm. with some crackhead somewhere or just drugs and alcohol themselves. Do you think, I mean, the $32,000, none of that, from what we can gather, went to any materials for your house. None of it. So if hypothetically the money, if not most of it, of all of it is gone, I mean, knowing someone in your professional opinion, in your profession, I should say, mm-hmm. do you think that maybe substance abuse might have, it might have gone towards something like that? I mean, I don't want to speak for him, um, you know, specifically, but that could explain some behaviors, right. you know, from somebody. But I won't speak on something that I don't know for sure. I, I'm hoping that's not the case mm-hmm. because that would mean that the $32,000 is sitting somewhere either in his pillowcase mm-hmm. or in a bank account mm-hmm. somewhere. So for your sake, Michelle, I'm hoping. But if it's not, if it's going to some some crackhead board at a trailer park, and believe me, I've I've heard these stories. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law was dealing with a legitimate contractor mm-hmm. who built his his garage from the from the from the ground up, just like he did many other projects, much bigger than this. And then we discovered later, oh yeah, he's got he's got a Hunter Biden problem. Mm-hmm. He's got a drug problem. As if you give a crap at this mm-hmm. point, you just gave him your hard-earned money mm-hmm. to someone else. So for your sake, Michelle, I hope that's not the case. Mm-hmm. But it, but so it, it you know. If he's gonna hide it somewhere in a Swiss bank account or whatever, that's his prerogative. But ultimately, based on everything we're talking about, including from the ordinance guy that just spoke very, you know, yes. bluntly about it, that this guy's in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of trouble. And the more people we get involved in this, yes, and and then anyone right now who's it, again, there's a lot of contractors listening to me right now. Said, "Would you shut the frig up? You're ruining my lifestyle." Mm-hmm. The bottom line is it's not Glenn Curry ruining your lifestyle. It's bums like this Mm -hmm. that are defacing their reputation at the same time. And it happens. It happens in radio. It happens with legal people. We had a guy in the square that was just screwing up the whole legal process around here, giving other lawyers a bad name. And that's what's happening right now. So I'm incensed for you, but I'm also pissed off at other, other experiences that I've had. But this is a large sum of money. And I just hope that we can get to the, bo- to, the, mm-hmm. to, to the bottom of this. So going forward, uh, Michelle Smithers uh, or Michelle Lynn on Facebook. I don't know if anyone's reaching out to you now, but check your Facebook just to make sure that we, people know that. Because we, you know, we can send a phone number out on, on the airwaves and people still don't get it. And I think it's important that they do. You've gotten a lot of support so far. And we're getting people calling in, by the way, but it keeps on crashing. That tells me a lot of people are calling in here. That's just a little sign there. Okay. Let's see if I can grab this one quick before it dies. Yeah, Hi, you're on the air. Yes. Uh, so I used to actually work for Billy LaJoy. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, for uh, the contractor. Sorry yeah, about yeah that. well, there you go. But uh, 
anyways, I worked for him for about three, four years, and up until right up until he made the company of Prestige, and right after that. I quit working for him because he owed me quite a large. Price. All right, so that's that's okay. I gotta go, my friend. Thank you very much. So it's uh, it's uh, Golden Contractors, uh, located in uh, in uh, Brownville, New York, right? Golden Contractors. We can uh, we can unleash that. So there's an example of someone that just saw it in the beginning and then didn't get paid. You've heard stories like that before. Is that correct? I have. I've actually had several um, previous employees of this contractor message me on Facebook and tell me similar situations. How's your mom? Is she sick about this or do you even tell her? My mom actually has a lot of guilt right now because she knows that none of the renovations would have been done um, if it weren't for needing to bring her into my house. And so this has brought a lot of mental anguish on my mother, um, you know, trying to figure out how to recoup this money. Um, Like I said, we need to sell her house in order to move forward with anything at this point because there's just no money. Um, you know, to fully redo all of this. So, so it exasperates this. It, it just makes things worse because now your mom's got a guilt complex that that doesn't do anything for her mental capacity and her physical capacity or anything of that nature. So this just frigs up everything. Yeah. Um, is she listening right now by any chance? She probably is listening. Yeah, she's. My family knew that I was going to go on the air today, and what's uh, what's your mom's name? My mom's name is Sharon. Sh- Sharon, that's my wife's name. Yes. Sharon, we love you, and uh, God bless you, but uh, this isn't anyone's fault. This is just a life uh, lesson. Your mom probably taught you a lot of things over the years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, she obviously, she did a good job, really good job. Other people would, would do would do worse things. They'd, you know, they, I don't know. See, here's the thing. We, we see stories of people, normal people, acts of you know, vengeance or uh, what do they call it when you find out your husband is having an affair and then you realize this, this, you, you break, but you didn't break from this, Michelle. No, but it took a lot of strength not to, because this is probably one of the most taxing, emotionally draining situations that I've been in besides, you know, obviously my parents, um, the loss With of my the accident, dad, the loss of your dad. Yes, there's been just so much trauma lately that this was just one more thing that definitely is, it, I, you know, it's very devastating. And um, right. yeah, right. right. But you, no, I won't break over it. I, I can't. No. Well, that's good. But I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, somehow or other. So how do we follow up on this? Obviously, we're, we're reaching out in it with the story here. And getting back to what I was saying earlier, if, if, if anyone is, is doing any type of contracting work at your house, your business, you, you, it doesn't really matter. You got to go through the proper channels. Absolutely. Honestly, I can honestly say I don't know what the proper channels are. Mm-hmm. If I had a contractor that says, you know what, I can do this. I can show up in my station wagon. I don't need a permit for this because the city won't know I'm doing something in your backyard or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I would just be stupid enough to say, oh, okay. But when that happens, then you know the, the egg is on your face at that point. Correct. So you gotta go through the proper channel. The ordinance guy would put me in jail for something like that. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes we like cutting corners. We like hiring you know, Bill and Harry because they're really not certified. In fact, this isn't their full-time job. But this guy, this was his full-time gig. Mm-hmm. And this is what he did for a living. Yes. How long was he in business? Was this a relatively new company? Sounds like, you know, is, you know he's been doing this for a long time. I, I'm not exactly sure how long this company had been going, but it was brought to my attention that he had another company at one point that he shut down that LLC. I don't know why that was, and then created this new company that he worked. So you mentioned that earlier. Uh, is it is it true that New York State, with all the guidelines of New York State and what you got to do, you got to do this, you have ordinance, you have to have a permit, 
And somehow or other, you could just basically liquidate an LLC. That's not even an incorporation. Mm-hmm. It's just a just doing business as essentially mm-hmm. DOB or D- DBA. Excuse me. And data Perth, listen to me. So I'm going to the the, uh, the drugstores way too often lately. So, but he sets something up, it fails, and then he just liquidates it mm-hmm. and starts. How easy is that? Why is that happening? That I don't know, but it's very unfortunate for people in my situation. Um, the only thing I'm hoping will be in my benefit is that he asked me to make the checks directly to his name um, and not to the business. And so I'm hoping that, you know, if he did tank this business, I'm not sure if he has. That's interesting. You mentioned that. and I failed to mention it myself. He had you sign the che- uh, write the check out to himself as opposed to the contracting business. Correct. And, and and what is that? So you're saying he's trying to protect himself? or I don't know what his intention was. I'm just hoping that if he folds the company right. um, name, that maybe I still have some recourse to go after him because the check was made. I don't know. I'm not an attorney. I don't I don't want to speak on things I don't know for sure, but I'm hopeful. So um, he, he, he left himself open at that point. So maybe the company was already being... Do you, do you suspect that maybe it was already on the way on the outs and that, that this would be his way of starting the next LLC without putting all the money in this LLC that he's planning on? Has he done that since? Or that you know of? Uh, and all the, is he doing it tomorrow yeah. after this the conversation? I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know, but I did have a, and I obviously we're not naming names, but I did have a current client of his reach out to me on Facebook that said he was currently doing a job and was very concerned after seeing my post because he yeah. had started not showing up and at, sur- the, at the next at the, at the at the job that he was doing for this new person mm. who had him working at their place right now and so I said guilt, you know little guilt complex going on right here mm-hmm. so right. you know but I won't speak on anything that I don't have direct firsthand knowledge on so you no. know I just shared my experience and the truth and the facts and that's all I have so we, we're getting calls coming in and out and I know I know this system so I got to grab the phone when okay. it happens because what happens a lot of people call in at the same time and it dies mm-hmm. hi you're in the air hi uh, just uh, commenting on Michelle yeah um, I don't think this person was a real contractor just some clown with a bunch of stickers on his vehicle the way he asked her to sign a personal check to himself instead of the business I've seen this before yeah, that's what we were just speculating, whether or not he was planning on liquidating the current LLC so he can at least keep the money himself and then start a new one. That's just it's it's conjecture. That's a real LLC. Yeah, I mean, but but let me ask the question. Why would the state allow that when you know, when your business practice of fraudulent behavior, how can you just, like, do one and get rid of it and just start another one? Do you see what I'm asking there? Because it's not a real business. So do you speculate that it's not a real business, Michelle? I think... I, I don't think that it's a real bit. I think the guy's a clown. That's why he's subcontracting out to these losers who are just doing shoddy work. Right. And maybe... maybe Because he doesn't know how to do the work. Maybe the particular residents that you saw, maybe he got the right subcontractors for that. Did you ever think about that, Michelle? I did think about that. And, you know, I don't know the exact facts on that, so I don't want to say for sure, but I did think about that. that Interesting. Maybe that was why that job turned out. Maybe that's the job he shows everybody? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did she ever look to see if he was a real business? He has. Uh, I did look on Facebook, and he did have the business. Instead of being a fancy truck with nice stickers on. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like uh, the Money Pit, the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw that. I did. And I feel terrible because my mother went through something similar, and she, um, the guy stopped showing up, and she ended up doing the Better Business Bureau route mm-hmm. and all that. Obviously, nothing's ever. Nothing ever happens there. I did that as well, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm waiting. And I feel terrible, and 
it's it's just a bunch of wannabe people out there, and they can throw stickers on a truck, do right. an LLC, and fail. Right. And that's what they they start subcontracting out. They make a few bucks off this guy, a few bucks off that guy. Right. But this is a small town. Reputation. You know, people talk. I you know. Michelle's in a radio station right now talking about this. Why would anyone yeah. risk their own lifestyle, their own livelihood, their own name? And, and, because this gets back. out. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I asked that. Thank you, my friend. Great stuff. Real good stuff. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. I can tell you all kinds of things about that guy. In fact, he's a relative of mine. All right, now, Louie, before, don't mention names, but, t- you know, just, just to talk in general I terms. Don't names. All right. Uh, he done a job for my sister. He never touched a thing. He was there for an hour. He charged her $500. My sister paid him. And she just loves it because he's a relative. And, well, I ain't going to say nothing. He's been like that all his life. He's done jail time. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's been into drugs. Uh, and, and, uh, into drugs. I know that for a fact all his life. He's just a con man. Unbelievable. And he's not the only one. I hired a guy a couple months ago, and I thought, you know, I'd hire, uh, uh, you've probably heard of, uh, what the heck do they call him? Handyman. A, a handyman, right? Yeah. I, I figured a handyman, you know, puts in wall plugs and does it. The, the jobs I hired him for was just Mickey Mouse stuff. I don't want to go on a roof no more, et cetera, et cetera. Right. He's the worst guy i ever seen. He didn't give me a bill for the first job, little job. He didn't give me a bill for the second little job. The third one, my wife says, well, I want to see a bill. And you know what they put down? Parts and labor. They don't hmm. say how much, but he put his labor down. How much do you think a, 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 that kind of a person gets an hour? Handyman. Uh, uh, I don't know, $75 an hour? $75 an hour. I don't know. When I questioned him, I said, I wouldn't give you 25 I don't ever want to see you again. Right. Oh, you're not in tune with reality. But I can't believe $75 an hour. Right. And then they come late and say they've got there early, and then they leave early and say they work later. Eyes, lies, lies, lies. Oh. It's not just with him. It's with auto mechanics. I had my car inspected. Uh, I got an old Corvette. I said to the guy, I want to inspect it. I want the handbrake fixed. He calls me up. He says, well, she passed inspection. I go, oh, did it? He goes, yeah. He says, but we can't fix the handbrake. Now, what is that if it isn't fraud? Right. Right. So that's, you've, that's a state violation. Right. So, uh, so Louie, real quick, we're running out of time, but what, what say you about this? What's, what's the odds that this guy gets away with this or something happens? Yes, you'll get away with it. Uh, as far as I know, okay. Say, so he takes her to court and, he's, and she wins thirty-two thousand. Now, now what's the procedure? Well, it looks like the money hasn't been spent. That's for sure. Now the no, now the procedure is she's got to collect it. She got the judgment against him for thirty-two grand. Well, well what if he just refuses to pay her? And says he ain't got any money. Can't the judge? Can't he, the, he, hey, listen? I, can I just let a little secret out? I got a, a, a letter in the mail over the weekend from the. From the Eternal Revenue Service, it says you short, uh, 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 you didn't, you didn't pay all of your taxes this past year, and they listed the items that I forgot that I missed, and it wasn't a lot of money, but I was like, oh my god, did I walk into the Capitol as well? No, nah, just kidding. Anyway, that's if they have that data in front of them, and you know they do, then they should have the data on this guy's bank account, whether or not he could still give Michelle back her money. That's all I could say about that. But Louis, he thank no yeah. bank account. He's broke. He's flat broke. He, he gave him a check, right? He had big check. Do, do, you, do you think the bank gave him? Do you think they cashed the check and just handed him all that money? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, a bank check no guarantees that, that the money is there. So yeah. No, but when he when he deposited the check, so so cold. He, he did he did he cash it? 
Uh, oh, did he deposit? The bank should be able to tell you that. He, he, he just got kicked out of his house. Certified he got, uh, four check. or five kids it's and a wife. And oh, you gave a certified check. Sorry. That's a bank check. Sorry, sorry. Bank, bank check, yes. Rent. Gotcha. It was a certified check. I missed that. Okay, Louie, I got to go, but thank you, my friend. Louie's on by fire. The way, by the way, we have a $1,500 judgment against this guy. Oh, really? And um, That's right, yeah. In, in court. That, that microphone sucks. Me, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll pay. Right. And, and he didn't. And... Um, He's hiding from us as we try to uh, serve him. How long ago was that? Months. Okay. What? No. So this just happened essentially. No, he he owes us back to like, I can't remember. I don't want to be inaccurate, but it's years. Let me take another. Okay, I I, I remember this from some time ago. Hi, you're in the air. Hi. Oh uh, yeah. Now she has to be careful with the city assessment office because if they see that she spent uh, thirty two thousand dollars on home improvement, they raise her assessment. For that much, because uh, I had something done in my house, and uh, they took the bill, and, and, and a month later, I had the assessment went up exactly what I put into it. And, and, I, and I still have an old house. It's like you know. I mean, is that is that adding gasoline to the fire or what? Are you concerned with that, Michelle? Yeah. Obviously, no, because the work wasn't done, so there's no usable. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I have the finished product. Right. Um, it's right. None All of it. All right, thank you, my friend. I got to go. One more call, real quick. Hi, do you have a question for Michelle? Hi, Dallas. All right, you're way too late. Michelle, give out the name once more time. And has anyone reached out to you I, thus far? I actually just had a message from someone on Messenger that said, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, Good. So it's Michelle Lynn on Facebook, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-L-Y-N-N. Um, and you could message me on Messenger. And let me reiterate one more time that a guy like this, whether he's legit or not, he's driving around in a truck that says he's a contractor. This is a bad name for all contractors. I won't rattle off names, it's none of my business. I don't wanna piss anybody off, but he gives a bad name to an industry that's besmirched by bums like him, yeah. taking money and ruining lifestyles for other people because now people are gonna be very suspect and well, you should be, but at the same time, you, you, there's a tremendous amount of people out there who know what they're doing and would not act like this. Michelle, you're a genuine person. Thank you. Uh, I hope everything. Uh, follow up on this if you can. Needless Absolutely. to say, you know Jim. You're gonna go flying oh. with Jim again? No. Why? Well, why not? There's nothing wrong with <laughs> good old Jim. He's a great pilot. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna conclude today's show. Today was the Tuesday edition of the Live at Fire Show on the 11th of July, 2023. Uh, uh, and then tomorrow, of course, we talk to uh, Joe Stanley tomorrow, Attorney Joe Stanley. And yes, I will bring this up to Attorney Joe Stanley tomorrow. He'll have some answers. AM 1240 DB, 10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by 